Hello and welcome back to the Littlest Petcast. I'm your host, James, and today we are going over the episode Sweet Pepper. I know it's been a little longer than the usual break, but, you know, I, I got back from the con, like, Sunday, and I was still tired, and I had work, and I had to work Saturday. So, yeah. So, let's begin. So, Blythe is getting pet food for everyone while reading a book. She runs into the door because she is so distracted with her book. Russell and Vinny, like, ask about the book and wonder if it's a good book because she didn't put it down long enough to avoid the door. Blythe says that it is a good book, and then Zoe reads the title, Famished Fest and asks if they made that into a movie. Blythe says yes, and that Jasper, young me, and herself are going to see it today, so Blythe wants to finish the book before then. You'd think you'd want to finish it earlier, especially since book-to-movie adaptations take time, but I guess it just took off. I don't know. Teens. Am I right? That was stupid. Anyway... (laughs) So Blythe wants to finish uh, her book before tonight. And Sunil asks about school and Blythe explains that it's a half day at school and the teachers have to stay to do teacher stuff. And Vinny is like, so the students get to go and the teachers have to stay? And I thought I knew everything about school. (laughs) And then proceeds to eat. So Blythe is excited to finish it. Wonder if Annabelle can quash the rebellion and save Fergus and their sector. Um, you know, just saying it out loud, there's not really a lot of uh, media that I can think of off the top of my head where the rebellion is the de facto bad guys. Like, go- going to Star Wars as like, like, I mean trope setter for pretty much a lot of fiction like the rebellion is the good guys they're rebelling against the oppressive system that's kind of the hinge that most rebellion fiction hinges on I guess But, I mean, rebellions can be bad, too. I don't know. I don't know the context of uh, Famished Fest. So, maybe maybe the rebellion is evil. I guess it's kind of like... uh, Why is this the first thing I'm thinking of? But, like, Aristocats, where that old lady willed all of her money to her cats instead of her butler and her butler got so jealous that uh like he goes and tries to murder the cats so that he gets the money like it, there can be like a uh, uh, like a tricky person waiting in the wings trying to get what they want i guess it could work that way i again i don't know the, the world of famished fest It might be good. It might explain why the rebellion is evil. But 
you know, that's just an odd thing I came across when talking about it. Like, actually talking. I don't have that in my notes at all. So, Blythe is wondering if Annabelle can quash the rebellion and save Fergus and their sector. So it's a space opera, which is even more weird because that's Star Wars' territory and the rebellion is the bad guys in this, which is weird for Star Wars inspired things. I don't know. Why am I on this still? So Blythe uh, begins reading and says bye to Mrs. Twombly and then runs into the door again. And then she leaves. So Mrs. Twombly introduces everyone to their new guest for today. A European pole cat named Captain Cuddles. Now Captain Cuddles introduces herself and calls Mrs. Tomley pretty like she is. All women are queens. I'm not repeating the first part. All women are queens. Okay, so... And then everyone introduces themselves back except for Pepper. Because Pepper is quite taken by the captain. And then like... A really cheesy romance pop song comes on. It's like something like... uh, When I look into your eyes, the blue skies are calling out your name or something. That's as much as we hear of it, but... Oh, goodness. That is... that, That is dead on. Like, the type of parody that I love this show for doing sometimes. Because, like, like, this show does that sometimes. That, that, like, parody that, like, takes something that everyone agrees is ridiculous and then points out how ridiculous it is by making it more ridiculous. And it works sometimes. Sometimes it gets a bit too ridiculous. But, but here, here it works just right. And... It just cracks me up every time I hear it because of how dang cheesy it is. And just like, uh, uh, I can't, I don't remember how the beat goes, but it was cheesy. So then Pepper, confused by her emotions, then punches Captain Cuddles in the arm and runs off. So the captain remarks on how strangely fascinating she is. And then the title song happens. And then Buttercream at Sweet Delights is squeaking her carrot, wanting attention, but not getting it from uh, Christy. So suddenly Buttercream itches and tries to scratch it, but to no avail. So then she then goes over to Christy to see what's up and get the itch monster slayed. As she says it is. But Christy is on the phone with Milton. I don't remember if this was the same person from before. I know I wrote that down, but I'm not I'm not gonna check because like I don't wanna disrupt my notes. But she says that the stuff is going to be delivered on the twenty fourth, but it's only the twenty third. She is then informed that it is the twenty fourth and panics. 
She looks for a note and sees buttercream. She picks up buttercream only to turn around and take the note she needed because the note was on the back of buttercream's head. Christy remarks, I don't know what I would do without you. But then buttercream is upset because it seems like all Christy cares about is herself and runs off. So Vinny is showing some dance moves to Russell, Sunil, and the captain when Vinny hits Sunil on accident. Zoe passes by and smells Pepper behind the chair and goes over to check on her. Zoe says that Pepper was acting silly in front of Captain Cottles, and Pepper says, Well, that's what I am. Silly. Oh, God. I also like this aspect of the show as well. Like, the, like when it gets to the heart of a problem that a character has, it really does a good job at, like, you know, getting to it. it it's simple, but, like, it's effective. And, you know, for a kid's show, I don't know how much more you can ask for. I mean, if you get more, that's that's all right by me. But, like, if, if you're getting this and you wanted more out of a kid's show, then I don't know if you should be watching kid's shows. It's my takeaway from it. I don't know. Like, surprisingly... This doesn't seem to contradict the silliness of the dumb, cheesy romance song from earlier. I think, like, again, it's blended well. I I know I keep going off on, like, the two extremes this show has at times. And, like, what it means when they blend... But that's honestly, like, the core of this show. That's that's why I'm doing this podcast for the most part. Not for the most part, but you get what I mean. It's, it's the thing that holds every other weird thing about this show together. It, it just is. And... I know I keep explaining it, and I'm going to keep explaining it, so, like, if, if, like, me repeating myself on this isn't exactly your thing, then I guess I'm sorry. So, uh, Pepper then goes on about how she doesn't like Captain Cuddles, Zoe is very confused. Then Russell comes over and uh, informs her of a fact he knows. That that is just weird, okay? Like, Pepper, did you know that skunks are sometimes called polecats? I mean, <laughs> that is that is a tinge weird if I do say so myself like I don't know it's just weird but I mean I guess it fits Russell's character and it's certainly not the worst thing he's done but it's 
It's still odd. So Russell then calls the captain over and Pepper panics and asks Russell, why would you call him over? And then when the captain shows up, Pepper huddles onto Russell only to get stung by his quills. And then just she jumps off Russell and uh, Russell then tells the captain his interesting fact while Pepper picks quills out of her. Captain Cuddles says that he's more of a weasel and um you know what I'm going to need to think on how I want to say this so in saying that uh Captain Cuddles does point out that Pepper and him are not related by species? Which kind of seems like throwing out plausible deniability once more in the whole animal relationships thing. I don't know. It didn't really bother me as much as the, like, thing in To Paris with Zoe probably because this episode's just good or at least good enough to make you kind of forget this weird thing about the show I don't know so either way Pepper finds the fact that Captain calls himself a weasel funny And then the captain (laughs) kind of comes on to her and says that she is a skunk and is very skunky. So the, the, the cheesy, dopey, romantic pop music plays again, but then Pepper shouts weasel and punches him again and then runs to the fire hydrant. Russell asks what that was all about, and Zoe says that Pepper is in serious like of Captain Cuddles or something like that uh so in the hydrant uh Buttercream is there and asks what's up Pepper says she just wants to be alone but Buttercream says she doesn't want to be alone and then goes into her character trait the um you know swirly eyes tied up ears and the um thumping it has been a bit since that's happened, I think. Although it's been a bit since we've had buttercream in an episode proper. So, either way, uh, buttercream says she doesn't want to be alone. And then Pepper tells buttercream that Blythe is actually coming home early, and buttercream is excited about that. She then asks Pepper what she's doing, and Pepper says she just wants to avoid Captain Cuddles for all eternity. Then Buttercream asks, what's a Captain Cuddles? And Pepper describes him as the most handsome dreamboat of a European polecat she's ever seen. So Buttercream says that that sounds like she should be spending all of her time with Captain Cuddles. And uh, Pepper wonders what that would be like and envisions them going on a series of dates. So date one, they're in a field of flowers. Captain Cuddles picks a flower for Pepper 
and pepper reciprocates, but it's a joke flower that squirts water at the captain, and Pepper laughs at this. So, date two, they are in a hot air balloon. The captain goes to hold hands, and Pepper again follows through, but she's wearing a joy buzzer, which shocks the captain, and she laughs about that. Date three is the ever-so-parodied spaghetti scene from Lady and the Tramp, where the captain is slurping spaghetti, uh, and Pepper starts slurping it as well, but when we pan over later, we see that the other side of the spaghetti string isn't in Pepper's mouth. It's attached to a pie. So Pepper lets go of the pie, and it hits the captain. Yeah. Here, here's something that you might not know. Describing the, the spaghetti scene from Lady and the Tramp with words makes it a lot less romantic. So, in reality... Pepper is haunted by her own laughter while Buttercream comments on how weird that uh, vision was. And Pepper angrily asks her to leave and stinks up the place. Buttercream stops by the rest of the girl pets and tell her just avoid Pepper because she's in a mood. But Zoe ignores this and suggests giving Pepper a makeover. The others are a bit confused, but Zoe says it'll be fun. <laughs> man, 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 Zo Zoe says that Madame Palm is the number one diva, but Zoe knows how to diva when she can. <laughs> She's like, oh, hush, it'll be fun. And I like that. I, li I like how dynamic of a character Zoe is. So, Blythe returns and checks on the pets for a split second and then says she needs to finish her book. So, speaking of repeated topics, how does Blythe's job work? If she can just come in here for like a few seconds and get paid however she's getting paid, what amount? It, that really is more of like, hired out of goodwill. I mean, I don't think the show shies away from that. I'm just saying it's interesting to point out all of these instances where, like, Blythe probably should be doing her job, but isn't. Anyway, Russell tells her to hurry because something is up with Pepper. Blythe is worried because uh, she thinks Pepper is sick, but Buttercream says that she just has butterflies in her stomach on account of a cuddly captain. Buttercream then clings on to Blythe, and Blythe asks what's up. Buttercream explains that Pepper said she would hang out with her today, and Blythe asks about Aunt Christie, and Buttercream lies and says she knows she's here. So Blythe wants to check on Pepper, but Zoe says she's on it. Blythe wants to finish her book, but in the end she agrees to hang out with Buttercream. So she says to herself, she has a hundred pages to finish in five hours, which is very doable. So, um, later we see Sunil doing the, is this your card? 
trick with Captain Cuddles while Vinny and Russell watch. Zoe then signals Russell, and Russell comes over to hear what Zoe has to say. Zoe says that soon they'll see a new girly Pepper. Zoe then also asks Russell to subtly hint that Pepper likes Captain Cuddles. Russell says okay, but Zoe reinforces the idea that he needs to be subtle. Russell says that he will. He returns to the boys, and Sunil is out of cards and... Uh, still has not gotten to Captain Cuddles' card, which is weird. Anyway, Russell directly tells the captain that Pepper likes him, and the captain thanks him for this information, and Zoe is peeved, and I love this scene. Because it, it's a very good dichotomy between, like, how girls and guys talk with each other. Like, Zoe really wants uh, this to go in a roundabout way. But Russell knows that guys are kind of stupid when it comes to that. So being direct is better with guys. But, like... Sometimes you can't be direct, and sometimes being indirect is better, and you know what? That's that's the beauty of humanity, or animality, I guess, where, like, where, like, one person isn't great at everything, but when they, when they come together, it, like, and put their strengths and weaknesses, um, against each other, and, like, push forward with whatever task they're doing, they can do a really good job. And I love that. And I love that. Anyway. So Blythe is coming buttercream, but then gets a call from Young Me. Blythe says she hasn't finished the book yet, and Young Me spoils a little bit for her, but then she hangs up. Blythe really wants to finish uh, her book... But Buttercream wants to continue being groomed. So Buttercream comments on how she loves grooming time. Uh, And then we cut to Pepper immediately saying she hates grooming time. But Zoe points out that this is not grooming time, but it's a makeover, 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 makeover. I am sorry, I could not resist. Was right there. I love that joke. It is so good. Anyway, so once Zoe, Penny, and Minka are finished, Zoe hands Pepper a mirror, and we see Pepper all gussied up in like a bunch of makeup. And Pepper looks into it and jokes, You didn't give me a mirror, you gave me a picture of a pretty skunk. But Minka says that the pretty skunk is her, and Pepper is a bit shocked by it. Uh, She really wonders if all of this makeup and stuff will get the captain to like her, and Zoe says yes. And then Pepper says, alright, I'm going to go punch him in the arm and see what happens. Penny, Minka, and Zoe immediately rush to stop her, and says that they'll need to work on a few things. (laughs) So... Blythe is petting Buttercream to sleep, and then she wants to get to her book. 
she checks and reaches and checks and reaches and when she gets to the book she thinks all is well but then buttercream gets another visit from the itch monster Blythe tries scratching it out, but then gets a video call on her laptop from Jasper. So then, we cut to Zoe, Minka, and Penny giving Pepper some cute advice. So, uh, <laughs> one of the funniest bits of uh, things in this episode is just how... How this advice isn't exactly the best. And so Penny's first bit of advice is to always make him feel like the center of attention. Which, um, no, that's not, that's not good at all. That is very problematic. <laughs> Penny Ling, you, you should know better than that. Or maybe she doesn't. I don't know. I don't think she really has dealt with that. Or maybe she has and it's kind of working with Vinny or Russell or whatever. I don't know. This, this uh, Why am I back on this topic again? This is what happens when you don't really know what uh, you're going to be talking about when entering the podcast. You you go off on side tangents like this, and you're back to wondering which animal Penny likes between Russell and Vinny. And, like, there's evidence for both, and, like, it's probable that, like, maybe one of them likes them back. It's just weird. I guess it's not so weird with Pepper and Captain Cuddles because they look sort of similar. Or are so closely related as a species that that could happen. But like, like, like a mule. A mule is a mixture between a horse and a donkey and and that and and that seems not as weird as mixing a panda and a lizard yeah that's that that's about as far as i'm gonna take this so pepper retorts and you don't think an arm punch tells him that But Penny clarifies and tells Pepper to laugh at everything he says and pretend it's the funniest thing. But then Pepper immediately says that that wouldn't be the case. Zoe says that that's not important, but Pepper keeps going on about it. Minka says she laughs at things that aren't funny all the time, but then laughs when Pepper says she's a comedian. I should have said and. I'm sticking with what I said. I'm clarifying it here. I don't want to do... More editing than I have to. So, uh, Pepper is still going on about this laughter thing. And Zoe says it'll take a bit to do this My Fair Lady process or whatever. She doesn't say My Fair Lady, but it, it it's as reminiscent of My Fair Lady as I can place it. 
which is I know the synopsis, but I haven't seen it. So then, back in Blythe's room, Jasper wants to talk about the book, but Blythe says she hasn't finished. Jasper keeps trying to spoil things, but Blythe makes mouth noises to cover them up. Jasper says real mature Blythe when he's the one trying to spoil it for Blythe. Now, I'm going to get into spoilers a bit later, but for right now, I'm just going to clarify that that's kind of a Plazovich move on Jasper's part. So, anyway... She hangs up on Jasper and contemplates reading the book, but Buttercream is vying for her attention and Blythe is torn. So Captain Cuddles then comes up to the guys looking for advice. The captain is wondering about his feelings for Pepper and the rest of the guys are confused because they don't look at Pepper that way. Which is fair. Like, if you don't look at Pepper that way, or anyone that way, then you wouldn't have whatever information necessary. <laughs> but, I mean, I guess it could have been done a little better, but could have been done maybe a little worse as well. I'm not 100% sure on that. So, uh, the captain uh, keeps wondering what to do, but they're so lost about it that the captain eventually just asks them to forget about it, and they kind of agree. So, the girls are giving uh, Pepper more girl advice, and Minkus is to keep the conversation going and lively. That second part means putting an odd sound here and there, like, ah, or woo, or whatever. So then Pepper tries it, but Zoe reminds her not to work up a sweat to smear her makeup. Uh, Penny reminds her to add a giggle here and there while remaining ladylike. So all of this contradicting uh, advice kind of swirls around Pepper's head and is just confusing her. Zoe asks Pepper if she's ready, and Pepper is just short-circuiting, essentially, but Zoe thinks she's ready. So then, in Blythe's room, Blythe recaps what they did today with her and Buttercream, which is four games of Butterscotch, three Animal Network shows, and lots of grooming time, and wants to return Buttercream. But Buttercream has a different idea. She proposes to become Blythe's pet and clings to Blythe's leg. So, Blythe takes Buttercream out for some fresh air, I think. Because, like, they're, they're not going next door to Sweet Delights yet. They're just out. And they get some looks from others. So, Blythe says that Buttercream should go home, but Buttercream uh, wants to go home with Blythe and is adamant that Christy does not miss her because she's too busy. However... Blythe then gets a call and puts it on speakerphone. It's Aunt Christy, and she wonders about Buttercream and when she'll come back. Uh, Blythe says that uh, Buttercream was with me all day, and uh, says that she thinks that uh, Buttercream isn't getting enough attention at home. 
Chrissy says she just played with her, but then realizes that that was two days ago. So she then promises to cancel her plans for the rest of the day, which I guess seems fast, I guess. I don't know. Like, a lot of the time I find myself saying that conflict resolved itself a bit fast, but, like, I don't know. I don't think you could do, like, a 40-something minute episode of a kid's show unless it's, like, a special thing. But even then, it just seems a tad weird that, like, I don't know. A lot of conflict gets resolved fast in this show. So, either way, they return to Sweet Delights, where Christy reunites with Buttercream. Buttercream then gets a visit from the Itch Monster, and Blaith goes in, but Christy says she's got it. She scratches buttercream, and it looks like she's uh, satisfied. And uh, Blythe comments on how she slayed the itch monster. Christy thanks Blythe for spending time with buttercream, and Blythe says that it was her pleasure. Christy then tells Blythe to have fun at the movie, and then tells Blythe about how Annabelle used uh, Wallabaloo. Not wall Walla. This is a weird word. Woolaboo. Wo- wo- Cripes. To free Fergus and save her sector. Christy then asks if Blythe has finished the book. And Blythe says no. Christy offers her a cupcake. And Blythe takes it and eats it in anger. So the guys are just hanging out and the girls push Pepper to talk to Captain Cuddles now that she's all girly and such. So the rest of the guys see her and are shocked. Uh, Captain Cuddles approaches Pepper and Pepper starts talking to him in like a weird voice like a weird fancy voice oh god really is more like my fair lady than i first thought and trying to apply all of the tips she's got but captain cuddles is weirded out by this and asks if she knows any jokes pepper says she doesn't which crushes her so the whole conversation goes Real awkward, real fast, and Captain Cuddles just walks away. Zoe, Penny, and Minka compliment her attempts, but Pepper's a bit down and says she needs to figure out how to be her own girly girl. So Pepper is off washing the makeup off of her face when Blythe walks in. Pepper asks if she's finished the book, and then Blythe exclaims that someone finished it for her, and now I'm going to talk about spoilers. I am not really sure on the whole, like, like spoilers are 100% bad all of the time ever. Because, like, 
like honestly you don't want to get spoiled on things but sometimes you do want to get spoiled or if you get spoiled accidentally then what like you're going to get spoiled accidentally i don't see like how you can't so the thing about spoiler avoidance that i don't get is like how spoilers are like a hundred percent bad like they're not ideal but like like it's like trying to avoid all spoilers is a zero sum game and honestly if something is good it should stand on its own even if you know what's coming up there should be a certain nuance to how annabelle used wallaboo wo- that word is not kind to me how annabelle used that save fergus and her sector that just saying those events occurred can't convey and i know i'm technically spoiling every episode of the littlest pet shop but frankly you don't have to listen to me if you don't want spoilers on these episodes and i do try my best to not spoil anything that hasn't happened in the place where I am in the show when I'm recapping, but that's mostly a courtesy to you because while I'm like, oh, spoilers aren't all that bad, I don't want to be a Pwazovich when it comes to spoilers. So I don't want to spoil something for you if you don't want it spoiled. But if you want it spoiled, I will gladly spoil it for you unless I see a reason not to. And even then, that's a bit tricky to work around. So it's just it's just weird. Anyway, Blythe wants to help Pepper out, but Pepper says that she doesn't think she can be girly but Blythe says that she's already girly and Pepper says not in the way that they want me to be but Blythe tells her to be girly in her own way Pepper remarks that she likes the flower on her head and the eye shadow that she was given and then Blythe tells Pepper to girl up in whatever way she wants to and reintroduce herself to Captain Cuddles and Pepper is excited for this so uh, with her natural self plus the flower and the eyeshadow, and just her natural attitude, she goes up and reintroduces herself to the captain. At first, the captain is afraid of getting punched, but Pepper promises that that won't happen. Captain Cuddles says that he likes her flower, and Pepper says that she likes it too, which is a really good response. Like, like I don't I don't see why 
like someone should wear something just for the enjoyment of someone else like if if you don't enjoy something don't don't wear it like that's honestly why I don't wear a lot of you know dressy stuff but like you know it anyway so this time when the captain asks for a joke she provides one it is as follows did you hear about the one about the skunk and the european polecat i'd tell you but i don't want to give away the punchline and they both start laughing and it's great and the rest of the girls comment on how well pepper is doing at being herself while still kind of following their advice so they're laughing like pennyling said to do there's no down points in the conversation like minka wanted and zoe says like she's using makeup and that's that's good and like it's really good that she's just using the makeup that she wants and not like getting all gussied up like a like a gussy i guess i don't know where the term gussy up comes from so blythe says that like pepper is just being herself and that's that's great and that's where the episode ends but i do want to continue this train of thought further because that's what i like about this episode i like the fact that like like the whole point of this episode is that whatever type of female you are you are female I love that idea and I love how that just comes out even if you don't like all of the makeup or if you are not you know cute naturally I guess I don't know you're still a girl and you can work your femaleness to whatever it can be i am really getting awkward on this because i'm a guy <laughs> and while i i appreciate all of this i am uh, not not an expert when it comes to how to be a girl but i love this message uh it's it's so good and like i guess like the same can be said about guys you can be a guy and still be whatever you don't have to be like dude bro or whatever you can be just whatever you are as a guy and you can still work your guy charms whatever those may be it's it's really interesting to think about and i really like this concept but like i don't know it's it's really hard for me to talk about this because i don't really talk about it too much
I don't know. I all I can say is I really like it. I like what it's going for. And you know what? It it does a good job at it. It's it's really clever in its like usage of like what to do and what not to do in conversating with someone you like that way. And that's about all I could say on the topic, so that should just about do it for this episode of The Littlest Petcast. Be sure to leave your comments and reviews on Shout Engine, on Apple Podcast, on the Google Play Store, and wherever else RSS feeds go. When uh they uh, think their owner is ignoring them. And be sure to tune in next time for the episode Shanghai Jinks. And I guess a slight spoiler for that episode, it's gonna be a doozy. I will see you then.